the role that our cell phones play in our lives now is so unbelievably different from what a phone used to do and be able to provide for us. Our productivity every single day is more important now than it has ever been. So many of us are strapped for time with too many things to do. And the last thing we need is this little rotten, little teeny tiny rectangle completely ruining our lives. That's why I decided today to bring to you some of the things that I'm doing in order to make my phone less of a distraction and become more of a tool for productivity simply by getting it more organized. Wouldn't you know that organization can apply itself to so many areas of your life, including what you have in your phone that you hold in your hand every single day. I'm super excited to dive into this episode, sharing my reason behind wanting to even bring this to the show and some other exciting details about what we have going on real soon. So grab a pen and paper. I'm going to give you five ways to organize your cell phone for less distraction and more productivity. What do you say? Let's get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves. Dig in and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Here in a few short weeks, right here on the podcast, exciting news, we are going to be hosting a back to school series right here on the podcast. I'm going to be hosting a week long series that's going to be sharing my best tips and strategies for easing back into the back to school season without the overwhelm. I decided to go even deeper into this topic and give you five full days of what it's actually going to look like for you to have a transition into fall, into the end of the year, starting school all over again with kids, restructuring in a way that does not feel chaotic. I created this series specifically to help you with those common hurdles and challenges that you and I both face as we transition from summer, lots of routines, no routines, back into the busy rush, go, 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 all the homework, all the paperwork, all of the snacks, all of the lunches, all of the activities, all of the events, the colds, the flus, all the things that come your way, let alone business picks back up, busyness picks back up, holidays start coming before you know it, it's cold out, and everything's changed. And now we have shorts and our kids can't find pants and where are the socks and where's the snow gear, which we don't actually have. But I want to talk to you 
in depth about what this is actually going to look like right now in the moment in this season. Starting August 21st, all the way through August 25th, you're going to get to hang out with me right here on the Systemize Your Life podcast every single day. We're going to follow up with a really great engaging conversation about how you can apply this information from the Back to School series in your own life over inside of our Facebook group. Again, completely free. Why am I doing this? Because here's the really great news. We're also going to be kicking off our biggest sale of the year. Our back to school sale is going to go live at the exact same time. So now you have the opportunity to go sit down, chat with your husband, look at your budget, really sit down and thoughtfully consider finally jumping in the biggest discount, the biggest discount we've ever had. The biggest sale of the year is coming to you. You're going to be able to use code back to school at checkout. Not yet, but soon. I'll be sharing more about it with you. I just wanted to get you excited, have you hopeful, looking forward to it, and really considering what it's going to look like to take all of the information that you're learning here in the Back to School series that'll be starting August 21st all the way through August 25th and actually apply it to your brand new home management system when you become a student inside of the Systemize Your Life program. All right. I'll be chatting about that on other episodes. It's going to be coming to your inbox. I'm really excited about it. It truly is something that me and my team, my whole family, everybody, we've all been looking forward to this event. It's something that we've been prepping for. And I know you are going to have a blast. You're going to learn so much. And you are finally going to get the opportunity to take that leap of faith and jump in, become the next VIP student inside of Systemize Your Life for a smoking deal. And I will just say this before we transition into what we're actually here to talk about today. Not only are you going to be getting the biggest discount on Systemize Your Life that you've ever, ever seen, but you're also going to get four incredible bonuses absolutely for free. Really fun stuff. Enough of that. Let's dive into what we're talking about today, which is a hundred person, how to get your phone completely organized or just a little bit more organized than what it is right now so that you can have some more productivity. I thought this would be pretty fun to share because when people pick up my phone and they look at it, they're like, oh my gosh, Uh, mine is definitely aesthetically pleasing. I've got it like, you know, looking all pretty with all the pretty colors on it. But more than that, it is super efficient um, and I have it really set up to where I can't get lost in it. I know where things are and I did actually just get a new phone and everything transferred over really nicely from the my original phone that I had had for ever, like for years. And so I know that this phone is probably, it is so much fancier Um And I don't quite know how to use it at its max capacity yet, but I don't even know that I need to because I just get in there, I do what needs to be done with it, and then I hop back out. So if you are taking notes, I want you to go ahead and put down uh, numbers one through five on your paper because we are going to jump into what this looks like and some of these tips that I have. Obviously, there's all different kinds of phones out there, so you may have to look in different places than where I look, or it may have a different name or a different word. But for the most part, I know that almost every single phone has these features on it or has these capabilities. So the goal in doing this, and the reason why we want to take the time to do this is so 
we're able to get our work done, get into our phone and get out without it sucking us into the vortex, which we've already talked about so many times about just deleting social apps. So that is number six bonus that I'm just going to tell you right now, (laughs) get this one done and out of the way. Um, Make sure that you're deleting your social apps off of your phone as often as possible. Uh, If you're anything like me, you have a lot of work that you can and should and could be doing from your phone at all times and just not having that temptation there in front of you is such a game changer just in and of itself, let alone if you actually kind of dive in and do these five things that I'm going to suggest now. So number one is to declutter your home screen. When you open up your phone, the first thing that you see in there should be straightforward, the stuff that you need to use on a regular basis. One of the best ways to find out what apps you need, (laughs) don't know if you know this or not, and this is specific to iPhone, other phones can do it, I just don't know like the specifics of it. But if you go into your settings on your iPhone, you can then from your settings, click on screen time. And then right there, you'll see your daily average number. And then you can click on see all activity and it will show you the most used apps that you have in order. And then from there underneath that, it shows you which apps are first used after you pick up your phone. So it says pickups and then underneath that mine is Voxer. Every single time I pick up my phone, the first app that I go to is Voxer, then text messages after that. So that is a really great way for you to know what apps you want to have on the very, very, very first thing whenever you open your phone. If you have social media on your phone and you you don't have a really good um, practice of deleting, you're going to see that being the first and foremost, which we are not going to put that. That is not the productivity hack we want to be using here (laughs) by any means. So that is always a great practice. But whenever I say declutter your home screen, all of those apps that aren't the first four or first five that you use and you're most used, then I want them off of your home, home screen. Number two is to move all of your apps and create home screens by category. This is one of my favorite things that I've ever done. And I will say in number one, when I say declutter, like, first of all, get rid of the ones that you don't ever use and you don't need, and then move off of that first, first, first home screen, like the number one, like one that resets every single time you go into your phone, move the ones out of there that aren't your most used. Okay. Make, I wanted to make sure that I clarified that because as we go into number two, and we talk about creating a second and third home screen, these are going to be very specific. So if you could get in and you could categorize your apps and the things that you use by home versus business, or however you want to flush them out, have a specific home screen for one. So your main home screen that you have whenever you open it, you could deem that all personal apps or all business apps. And then when you swipe left, it opens another one. And those could be all for a different category. This is going to help your brain start to know exactly where to go to click on the things to get what you need. And I am a firm believer in having a decent amount of negative space in your phone 
on the screen whenever you look at it instead of just seeing a bunch of apps on that home screen. Number three is to set up widgets. If you don't use widgets yet, they are life changing. <laughs> uh, and there's, I know for sure in the iPhone that there's a spot where you can just go in and click on widgets. And so you go in and you look for different widgets. My favorite one is my calendar widget. And I also like my, my photo widget, which is really cool because I'm a lot, I can like then put smaller pictures on my home screen. Anyway, I'll share a screenshot of what my phone looks like and put it in my stories so you guys can see what this looks like. But anyway, my favorite widget is for the calendar. And then on my left home screen is where I have most of my other widgets because I couldn't make them pretty. So I didn't want them messing with all of my other, um, like pretty stuff on my home screen. <laughs> love me. I love a good, really aesthetically pleasing, but super functional hybrid of whatever we're talking about. Like whatever it is from clothing to stuff in my house, productivity, like planners and all the things, right? It's got to be pretty. So the other widgets that I have are my battery life. I love knowing where my battery life is for all things that are connected in through my phone. It'll show my phone, my Bluetooth, etc. Music is vital. I listen to music a lot. It is the source of my motivation. Obviously, I have a different kind of calendar widget on here versus the one that I have on my home screen because this one actually shows me what's happening tomorrow versus what's happening today and the actual events on my calendar, just not, not just the calendar grid so I can see what date it is, what day and date we're in. Uh, then I have my weather widget and I also have a screen time widget. So it's always showing me what apps I'm in and I have a map widget. So these are the things that I know that I need to go to, uh, pretty quickly. Also gives me a really good view of what's currently happening in that app without having to click on it and open it. So for me, that really is the point of the widget <laughs> is to be able to see at face value what's happening deep inside of that app without having to actually go find it or tap into it, scroll and look around. Number four is to folder by category. I think you should be very careful with foldering, but you definitely do want to use them. Um, the iPhone, I don't know that this is recent. One of the updates that happened at some point within the last year or two ish, I'm not sure how long it's been, is they introduced an app library and it's all the way to the right. And so what this is, it's like every single app you have. And I love that because I didn't have to figure out how to folder them. At first I was annoyed because I couldn't folder it how I wanted. And then I just got used to it. If you don't have an iPhone and it doesn't have that app library already there, that is what you would want to do on like that third screen to the right. So you could swipe left, swipe left, swipe left, and you'd be on that third screen that has all of your categories. So the thing that I do really love about utilizing the app library is it has a recently added, um, but here's some different kinds of categories. You could obviously have social as one business as another um, productivity or finance, depending on what your productivity apps are and how many of them that you have, you could make these separate. I have mine combined entertainment. I also have one for creativity, which I love, um, one for travel, one for shopping and food, one for health and fitness. And then there's one that's in here called information and reading, which I never use that one just literally never gets used. And then 
uh, utilities, which is like your calculator, your settings, your alarm clock, your app store, Safari, a couple different things. Foldering allows you to obviously be able to make more room for things and know exactly where to find things instead of having to scroll and search through multiple different apps. Number five, last but certainly not least, is to establish some privacy settings. There are two that I love the most that help me be super duper duper productive. And actually, I'm going to throw in a third one really quick. The third one that I didn't have down that I just thought of that is one of my major productivity hacks is my phone when set to silent mode does not vibrate. It makes zero noise. Now, this is really annoying when you feel like you might have lost your phone and you left it on silent like I always do. No one can ever get a hold of me, (laughs) which it's not that I don't want to be contacted. I just love not being distracted by my phone 24 seven, but it is often it's, it's nearly all the time that I miss a phone call. Like if someone calls me and I happen to look down and see that my phone is ringing because I don't hear it and I answer it, I'm like, you just won a lottery (laughs) because I had no idea that you were calling. Now there are certain times and circumstances in my life whenever I I don't have that on because I know like I will turn my volume on. I know that it's going to ring because I am waiting or anticipating, or if there was an emergency to happen with the kids when they were gone, no one else could receive the phone call, but me. And I know that now, and I know what that looks like. I know how to separate the two. But for me, it's like, I'm either open to receiving phone calls right now, or I'm not like, I don't want there to be a question about whether or not I'm going to take a phone call because they really can derail you from everything that you're doing. So that was the one that I wasn't going to put on here, but let's talk about the other two that I do on a regular basis. It's just kind of set up is to, um, reduce your notification options. So anything that you have that says, do you want me to send you a notification? The answer is no, unless it's your calendar your email, things that you need to have for communication, but everything else, turn all of the notifications off or reduce it down to the fewest amount of notifications as possible. And then the second one in here, I think you've heard me talk about this before, but it is what iPhone calls focus modes. Focus modes, there's so many, you can set up as many as you want. Honestly, focus mode was like the original or do not disturb was the original one. But then I have one for personal, I have one for work, one for sleeping, one for driving. My one for work comes on automatically. And I'll be honest, I need to play with this now because the only time that I really actually have to be in my phone is when I'm working because it's my line of communication with my team that is working with me from another state, other states in general. And so I will be sitting at my work block and that focus mode will automatically pop on. And so yes, it makes me unbelievably productive, but then it cuts me off from text messages, phone calls, voxers, like literally no notifications come in. And now I'm finding myself wanting that on when I'm not working. And when I'm working, I want my phone to be open and available. So that has been an interesting switch that's happened for me. And I'm just sharing that with you to say that it's been an evolution for me to figure out how to navigate (laughs) the major distraction that having a telephone right next to you at all times can be. I was just talking to a mom at the pool the other day about 
It's just like our girls that are going to be teenagers soon and we want to get them together more often. And I was like, I don't know what your protocol is on this. I asked, does your daughter have a cell phone? And she was like, no. And I was like, well, we technically have one for her, but it's not like, it's just Wi-Fi. It's an old one of my cell phones. So if somebody has an iPhone, she can text message back and forth. I'm like, but even with that, I'm really highly considering just like getting rid of it. I'm not sure. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this because I remember when I was a kid and it was like a thing, like you didn't call during dinner hours. There's like a small window of opportunity that you could actually use the phone to call your friends. And like knowing how to teach my kids what to do. And I said, so if she needs to contact, you know, this hurt, this other daughter, should she just text you? Like, and I feel like I'm having to ask these questions because the usage of our phone is so different. And the reason why I'm telling you that is because whenever I was kind of having this conversation, it really made me realize what an unbelievable drastic change we've had and, and what a cell phone can do and the role that it plays in our life. It is so much like if I don't even know, like I run an online business and I have people, one person in a different country well, we have interns in multiple different countries and people on the team that are in three different states, one of them in a different country. And like, even my best friends are connected to me through my phone that live really far away, even the ones that live nearby. Right. And it's like, understanding how to navigate this is not something that we should take lightly because yes, it is a really powerful tool that can help us be insanely productive, but it also can rob all of your productivity away from you without you even knowing it. I hope that this gives you a little bit of curiosity more than anything to start exploring, diving into how you're using your phone and a few or five specific ways that you could look into improving your daily productivity, specifically how it relates to your phone. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram inside of our Facebook group. Please don't forget to come over. I've been asking and providing opportunities to connect with people in Instagram so much more lately specifically right now answering your questions about Systemize Your Life and what that sale is going to look like, what the series on the podcast is going to look like. I'm really pumped up for next week and I hope that you are getting excited about it too. All right, I'll meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, If today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.